0: Welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Melissa, And I'm Emily. Every time we introduce ourselves, I feel like I'm telling people my name is Melissa. I feel like, because I'm saying I'm Alyssa, my name starts with an A for anyone that is curious. Ellie B. Ellie B, yeah.
1: I feel like, yeah, I'm an M at the beginning of Emily. I'm M. Such a similar sound, so it like blends together. So. Yeah. People are like Emma, Millie. <laughs>
0: what? What is it? That's why I just call you Finna. Because so, if anybody ever hears me call her Finna, it's her nickname.
1: That's not why, but well, part of the reason. Another story. <laughs>
0: um, so, Alyssa,
1: what's been happening in your life this week?
0: You know, pretty pretty standard. I uh, had a work event and we got to go mini golfing, which was fun. Um, I'm really bad at it. I've discovered so humbling
1: experience. Better than real golf.
0: Yeah, that's true. I've actually never been real golfing in my life.
1: Don't even try. (laughs) Don't even try.
0: What about your week? How has it been?
1: It's been good. We went to the American Idol concert this week,
0: both of us. Yes, it was so fun. I feel like the whole time my seventh grade self was like fangirling.
1: There was like 1,000 people from Iowa there because we're the closest concert um, Minneapolis was the closest concert to Clarksville, Iowa, which is where the winner of American Idol, Maddie Poppy, is from. So Woo-hoo. we sat right next to Maddie Poppy's high school principal, yeah, which probably means nothing to anyone else, but we thought it was cool. so
0: <laughs> We were very close to asking him to take a picture with us, but he did not want any part of that, I don't think, <laughs> so we didn't.
1: That would um, have been weird, too.
0: Yeah, probably true.
1: So, we also have a special treat today because we are going to help Alyssa respond to some messages on Hinge, which I'm really excited about. So,
0: Yeah, so it's really just one. I'm not really sure how to continue the conversation. Okay, give us some background. So, on my profile, well, first of all, he liked the picture I have at Machu Picchu, which... I mean, it's a great picture. Who doesn't? And then... Alyssa went to
1: Machu Picchu did, a few months ago. I did, and it was ago.
0: amazing. I recommend that everyone goes there. Um, but on my profile, one of them, and it's a question I actually came up with for our last podcast, was what is your um, worst like fad you've participated in? So I have about my cutoff pants in there. And so he started sarcastically um, saying, call it a fad, but they're like, super practical. And then he was talking about how he has some classy cracks. And it's been, like, very sarcastic. And then he's like, no, I only break out, like, formal cracks for um, special occasions, like galas, even though I don't get invited to a lot of galas. And I was like, oh, really? Like, I get invited to galas all the time, which is obviously sarcasm. But now I have
1: been invited to a few galas, though.
0: And I have gone to, like, four in my life.
1: But that's more than I've gone to. Four more than I've gone to.
0: (laughs) But and then he said, I jokingly said because we are planning a bar crawl tonight. I was like, "Yeah, we're doing a charity crawl. It's kind of like a bar crawl, but classier." And then he said, "Oh, or then he said, Oh, charity galas,' I assume." I just feel like I need a way to transition out of this sarcastic. Like, Who's playing a charity crawl? I jokingly said that it, I, we are doing a um, gala crawl. Oh, not a charity crawl. My bad. I just feel like we're in this state of. Not knowing. Of star- okay. So sarcasm. his last
1: message was, long story long, his last message was, charity galas? You said, indeed, I'm actually participating in a gala crawl, similar to a bar crawl, but fancier. And he said, oh, very nice. Charity galas, I assume.
0: I just feel like I can't keep joking about charity. I don't know. I feel like I need to transition out of this sarcastic tone, even though I was lolling at this whole conversation. What if he has
1: not even... Ben sarcastic and you're just assuming he's being sarcastic and he is seriously talking about his fancy Gala Crocs
0: Uh then I probably should stop talking to him. Just kidding, he's probably a nice fella, but if he was not being sarcastic, I don't know. I still don't know where to go from. Oh my either. gosh. His name is Oh,
1: I'll keep him.
0: <laughs> I was like, please don't say his name out loud. We'll
1: call him <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Sam. (laughs) Okay, Sam. Oh, he. Oh my gosh. He ran the same half marathon that I ran. Oh, which one? The Lake Minnetonka. Ah. Cool, cool, cool. I don't know what to say. (laughs) You got to, like, start a new conversation, (laughs) I think, now. Like, you got to bring it around to something else. Yeah. I feel like I tried that because... Like, I would just be like... Because I have so much... I mean, you're married, so... Yeah, but... That's another story. <laughs> I think that you you need to find a way to like connect the conversation and then bring it around something new. So maybe say like, like you're saying, yeah, oh, caught my bluff. We're actually just doing a pub crawl and then ask a question.
0: That's good advice. Okay. To get out of this sarcastic yeah. tone. And if he's not sarcastic, well, it'll be awkward, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. You're so glad you don't have to deal with modern dating anymore. I actually really am, but yeah.
1: but I do enjoy living vicariously through people's stories.
0: It's good, because um, I'll continue to ask yeah. for your advice. Oh,
1: 100%. <laughs> I'm here, man. Awesome. Well, what are we talking about today? Well, speaking of American Idol, we our first topic here is reality TV and everything that goes along with it. We're going to talk about our thoughts on different reality shows and why we watch them, why we don't watch them, if we would go on them ever, and all. So let's dive right in.
0: Yeah. So there's one that we – well, there's a couple that we both watch, and the first one is The Bachelor. And you've been watching way longer than I have. What made you start watching, and why are you obsessed? So
1: I I don't really remember starting to watch – the Bachelor slash Bachelorette. But it was in high school, and I had a couple friends who watched it. And we would always go over to um, this one girl's house every Monday and watch it. And it was kind of just like a, an excuse to hang out with my friends. Yeah. And so they were doing it, so I started watching. And then, like, we would just laugh and make fun of it and get into it and root for the people. And it was just kind of a thing to do as a group. And then, once I got out of high school and went to college and I didn't have people that watched it and I was like, busy doing other things, I I took like kind of a hiatus, so I didn't really watch it in college, um, and then I got back into it because my boyfriend at the time's roommate- was really into it. And he would always watch it with his mom and he didn't
0: have anyone to watch <laughs> oh, it with. That's kind of cute. <laughs> so
1: I was like, yeah, I used to watch it. Like, let's watch it together. So we would watch it together on Monday nights, um, which is kind of weird, but he was really entertaining about it. So so I started up again. It was Juan Pablo's
0: season and I just kept kept going with it. Yeah. So I, we were roommates at that time, but I didn't start watching with you until we moved to our next place. No, you guys
1: would make fun of me for even like <laughs> talking about it when all you do is sit and watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, <laughs> and like I could not stand that show. At all.
0: <laughs> but I feel like for me, both of those shows are like a way to hang out with friends. Like you said, you started because you were hanging out with friends in high school. Mm-hmm. It's like a social thing. Like now, it's an excuse like for us and our other mutual friend to get together post college and hang out and. Gossip about The Bachelor. Right.
1: Well, the other thing about it now is that it's so, like, ingrained in social media. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of these Bachelor people are coming out and, like, starting podcasts and, like, making whole livings off of having an Instagram and a podcast. And I don't know. I I have to say I subscribe to, like, three Bachelor podcasts. And, I, and like, it just – it makes the whole – it makes the thing, like, a whole experience because you – Watch the episodes, and then you like form your own opinions, and then you listen to other people. And like I listen to them because they're like funny, and like people what people have to say about the show like mm-hmm. it makes me laugh. And then also you get kind of like insider scoop on what's happening. And I I get made fun of for it, but it's just like an escape from reality, yeah. kind of like I mean it is other people's reality hash- right. reality TV.
0: But um, my um boss refers to it as bubblegum for the brain. It's just something to, like, get your mind going. Wow. That's a, yeah, I yeah. really like
1: that. I'm such a story person. Like, I love mm-hmm. following a story, like, following every aspect of that story, like, what they show on TV, and then, like, the real behind the scenes. And so I love learning, like, like different Bachelor. People who have been on the show will, like, do an interview, and they're like, yeah, actually, like, a producer told me to do that and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so yes. it's, like, interesting to hear that perspective.
0: So I was talking to our mutual friend Lauren yesterday and she was saying how she might go on a bachelor cleanse because she finds herself to be, because you can follow them on social media, et cetera, how she's like so invested and like it actually makes her sad when certain people break up or different things, which I found interesting because I do find myself getting invested in like we pick a favorite and root for them on the show, but it does kind of take over a lot of aspects of your life when you're, um, can follow them on social media and see things about them every day.
1: That's true. Another aspect of your life is that it like it's on for like 5 hours a week. Yeah, that's true. Every Monday I'm busy. <laughs> well, I've stopped watching it live because when you watch it like on Hulu, you can just fast forward through the dumb parts where right. it's like yeah, it music it. or like dramatic like yeah. Bachelor in Paradise is a whole different story because <laughs> I feel like that's just like Dumb stuff that they try to edit to make dramatic.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's way more produced. I'm. I guess I don't know that for sure, but it feels more produced. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about The Bachelor?
1: We, I when Melissa and I started living together, and she would obviously we would be there with me on the floral couches, and we, (laughs) what I got her into watching, it was a Nick season of The Bachelor. Yeah, Nick
0: Miles. And she was hooked which is funny because you kept telling me throughout that season that it was the worst season to start watching so
1: boring <laughs> and like everyone hated nick and then we get to the next bachelor season and it's ari and everyone uh, hates ari and that was even worse it than was nick's worse season. than nick's yeah like, i would
0: take nick over ari any day but i heard they're planning their wedding for january yeah so it's, it's happening but yep yeah
1: yeah but anyway enough bachelor let's <laughs> move on
0: other love shows that we both watch or have watched, um, Married at First Sight. For those of you that have not seen it, it's essentially these quote-unquote experts that match people up because they think they're compatible. Um, I think it's a psychologist, a sociologist. um, Dr.
1: Pepper. Dr.
0: Pepper. (laughs) Yes, she's great. Um, A couple of other experts and you do a bunch of interviews and like take a bunch of personality quizzes and then they think oh these people are super compatible and they originally in the beginning seasons called it an experiment because they are a bunch of like scientific people trying to figure out if this works and based on the idea that arranged marriages are more successful they have like a lower divorce rate then if you get picked you literally meet this person you're married to at the altar and you're married, and you have to get divorced. Like you can't annul it. You have to get a divorce at that point if it doesn't work out. And it follows how, like the first eight weeks or something of their marriage. So and then they have to decide if they want to stay together. What do you think got us so addicted? Because we would binge this show like crazy.
1: Well, they're only like half-hour episodes. Aren't that's they? true. Yeah, my only complaint about that show is that it's the first. 15 minutes of it are all like the same thing that happened last time or yeah. like dramatic cuts to like make it seem like it's going to be a big deal, but then it's really not, yeah. which I guess also
0: happens on the bad Right. Part, but. Well, yeah. And I think they also, I don't think they want to disclude new new watchers. So they recap what's going on every time. Like they'll be legally married at the end of this. And it's like, okay, we know we're on episode seven. Like let's let's move on. But there have been some successes out of the show. Some
1: successes and some crazy drama. Yes. Which I also feel like part of the success of these shows, again, goes back to waiting to see what happens with them in their real life, like mm-hmm. having to follow them on Instagram instead of right. to see what happens. Yeah. Like with, I don't even remember, what were those people's names?
0: Um, the people that are
1: still together? No, the ones who like really dramatically broke up and like made a huge deal out of it on Instagram.
0: Oh, I know, I know I can't remember her name either. Their names either. I can picture them.
1: It was on the season with Danielle and Ashley. Mm-hmm. What's her name?
0: Was it not Danielle? Well, they broke
1: up, but it wasn't that as dramatic. Theirs oh. was just like, they tried for a year and then.
0: Yeah. Oh, her Instagram is like happy something. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Regardless. <laughs> yeah, it was very dramatic. And and she was the one who like changed her name and they were like. They seem super into each other at the beginning, but you can never really know someone. Sheila. Sheila, yeah. Happy from within. There we go. I knew her Instagram was something. Clearly, I still follow her on Instagram. But yeah, I'm addicted to that show. I know my boss actually also watches that show. It's just super interesting. And I feel like, although it's like super radical, the idea that you have to commit to that extent versus like dating nowadays, you have to, you could easily ghost someone or. You know, there's so many options available, whereas like you're forcing commitment that early on. I feel like it's part of the experiment and it's kind of cool premise. It's interesting to watch. I can't say that I would ever go on it. Well, we've talked about this before and you said maybe you would. Yeah, but like maybe as in like so far removed from it ever actually being reality. I don't know. That's it would take a whole lot.
1: It's still, even though I'm married now, like, it still feels like we're not at that age to be able to go on these shows. Like, right, like... But then, like, like the three people we just talked about were all, like, 25, 26.
0: Right. Well, and Bachelor contestants, too, oh, like to go 22. back to that. Yeah, yeah, wasn't that the big, like, oh, my gosh, she's so young on yeah. Ari season when, I mean, she wasn't that much younger than or everyone like, else.
1: Yeah, and then The Bachelorette was basically, like, grew up, View miles from us. Yeah. Hometown Gale. Yeah.
0: So you would never go on married at first sight or you'd have to Maybe. I just feel like I'm still pretty young and could find someone the old fashioned way. And I'm not like that actively looking at this point. So But maybe one day. Hinge if man. the stars aligned. Yeah, I hinge. We'll see how this response goes <laughs> to my to this hinge
1: man. <laughs> so shifting gears. Let's talk about some MTV reality shows. I am an addict. (laughs) I watch The Challenge religiously. Fun fact slash story: (laughs) Before Alyssa and I became friends, she we lived across the hall from each other in our dorms, sophomore year of college, and I didn't really know her that well. Like we were like friendly friends, but not like super good friends. And she was in her room and. I I can't remember why I went in there, but I needed to get something out of her room, and she was laying on her bed with headphones in watching the challenge, and I came in, and I was like, hey, Alyssa, (laughs) and I probably said, hey, hi, Alyssa, like five times, and she like never even looked up, so I was just like, okay, (laughs) just (laughs) left the room, and she never even knew I was in there. Yeah, you told me
0: like later that day, and I was was like, like, what? Dang, this
1: girl's real into her TV shows. (laughs)
0: Just, I feel like the challenge is the reality show I've been following the most. I like started watching it probably middle school before I probably should have, and um, still watch it today. It's in like its thirty something season, but it's just so addicting because now they're bringing in people from like the Bachelor franchise or Big Brother, whereas before it would just be from other MTV reality shows like road rules in the real world and now it's like I've watched these people mature throughout the years on this show and now I'm like rooting for them to be good people and be good at this show and like they're the veterans so I don't know I just feel like I have this like need to see them the people I like succeed <laughs> and the challenges are fun to watch.
1: I've never actually watched the challenge so I don't I don't <laughs> have much to contribute to this but
0: wait well I've seen like a few say, snippets of episodes of you yeah yeah but same thing there is there's so much like social media drama, probably even more because I think they intentionally create drama to get called back on the show for the next season because they do a lot of like the season is like a rival. So your partner is your enemy, people that you've conflicted with in the past kind of thing. So yeah, I love it. I don't know. I just can't get enough. <laughs> Have you watched any MTV reality shows?
1: No, my sister really likes watching teen mom like she's been like a mm-hmm. follower of teen mom since the beginning and I I, <laughs> the only like there's just this one episode that I watched with her and like I probably was there for like one minute of it and I just remember hearing, hearing Kiefer just got out of jail and even though I'm the one who pressed <laughs> charges against him I'm really excited to see him and I was like nope I'm out. I don't not know watching who Kiefer is,
0: but like, is that related to Janelle? Was Janelle the mom? I, I feel like she's always got
1: crime issues. Once we figure self. out Colin technology, we can see if Loon will come on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tell us about Teen Mom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but she's always like, gotta get job up on Teen Mom. And I'm like, it's been like 15 years. Like, yeah. how is that still a show? But they're like
0: making a living. Like they, these people that started out as like super young moms mm-hmm. now, live in these gorgeous houses and like make a living because mtv is paying them to follow them around which i've
1: heard that mtv pays really well Mm -hmm. like um they were saying jasmine from nick's season Mm -hmm. went on x X on on the the beach yeah and that they're like she got paid her money and she was fine like dang yeah
0: some of the um to bring it back to the challenge the headliners i guess the people that they are the face of the franchise yeah get paid like five grand just to show up even though they're playing a game to win a million dollars so they get not five grand it might be even more than i just threw that number out there but <laughs>
1: <laughs> then there's always the classic mtv shows like um next oh my gosh i would always be on like super late at night
0: mm-hmm. and to like binge it kind of like
1: during the summer when i was younger just like I just have these memories of like staying up to like 3 a.m. watching next or a parental control.
0: Same. Yes. And the parents have to like sit there. Is that the one where they sit in the living room with their current boyfriend or girlfriend? (laughs) So awkward.
1: (laughs) Well, they play it up so much. It's it's like
0: like, you're going down. Yeah. I felt like 90% of the time, and this is probably me remembering incorrectly, but. That 90% of the time, they just went back with the same significant other they had before. Like,
1: Yeah, uh, that was a good show. Or um, what was the other one where it was like Raid My Room or something? Room Raiders. Room Raiders. Oh my
0: gosh. They like kidnap you dramatically, but everyone's like wearing like super classy pajamas and has their hair done. And then you go sit in a van and watch people go around your room.
1: We're going to bring those back. Those were great shows. Classic. Although maybe I just don't have MTV anymore and they're still on. I don't know.
0: I have MTV, but I guess I only really watch a challenge on it, but I don't think they're still on. But we could maybe find some old episodes. Uh, Those were the days. They were. Do you think that reality TV, now we've discussed a bunch of shows, is healthy for people to go on? Or whether it be mental health or career-wise?
1: I don't know. I I know a lot about The Bachelor just because I have, like, heard all these interviews and like heard all these people talk about going on the show and their experiences and i think the bachelor really does mess you up like they mm-hmm. talk about how it's like like because you don't have phones you don't have books you can't listen to music like you're just there with these people and mm-hmm. that's why they they all become so close and like close friends and they all say like yeah it really does mess you up but they also have a therapist like you can go whenever you want and go talk to like a licensed actual Mm -hmm. doctor so I think they and like you get to do that like after you are done on the show too so
0: and that's awesome like I listened to some challenge podcasts and I don't know if they have since changed but some former contestants that host the podcast said that they don't offer anything like that MTV does not and it's a similar thing where they're completely cut off um they provide them a lot of alcohol so they make some goofy mm-hmm. decisions for TV purposes and then just kind of like no care afterwards it's for their mental health but maybe they have since changed that don't quote me on that but i think that's awesome that the bachelor does that
1: yeah but i mean they, it's also like they do things to like trick you and like say like he really likes you you should go do this when that's like not the case at yeah, all yeah cuz it's um, and like that yeah that messes you up but as far as like career wise it just depends on what you want to do mm-hmm. and like now like there's people who have made entire careers out of going on The Bachelor like like we were talking about like they have Instagrams or pe- people like get to host like different things on like ETV right um, or like Access Hollywood and stuff and if you want to be like a, some sort of journalist and like yeah. you want to get your name out there yeah or like They do a lot of charity events too, which is cool. Like they appear, do like appearances or say, like, buy your ticket and you hang out with these bachelor people. And like all the money goes to some sort of charity. So I think that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and a lot of them talk about like, well, this isn't gonna last forever. Like, I'm yeah. not gonna be famous for going on a reality TV show forever. So, like, I might as well just make the most of it now.
0: Right, which makes sense. I feel like you can have a full career out of that, but I feel like you have to be careful because you could do some things that would be a detriment to getting a job yeah. in the future too. Well,
1: there's also a bunch of people who go back to their normal job. That's true. And like, but they also happened. have this like huge following on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And like, why not do an ad for a sugar bear here? Right. Or, it's not that hard to post um, something on Instagram. <laughs> Or blue apron, or whatever, <laughs> mm-hmm. if you're gonna get paid for it, right, and just like add that like um Jaden Tanner from they met on Bachelor in Paradise and got married, and I think they live in like Kansas City, and he's like a car salesman, have, like but they also life. like they built like this huge like amazing house because they still work their normal jobs and have all this extra income mm-hmm. just from posting on Instagram.
0: That's awesome, so good for them yeah definitely I've heard um I don't remember an article came out recently like you make a lot of money per Instagram post like it was way more than I thought I mean not like a lot of money but if you do a few a day like it could be a decent living it's insane to think about I know. anything else you want to talk about reality tv, TV wise puppy use anything <laughs> if not I have one final question yeah. for you Go for it. If your life was a reality TV show, what would it be called? I
1: actually think about this a lot. Is that <laughs> rude?
0: It's like not normal, but I also expect it from you. In a, I mean, in the most loving way.
1: <laughs> I was really obsessed with Ricky Rubio and Nikola Pekovic a few years ago from the Timberwolves. And my friend Libby and I thought up a reality TV show where the two of us Would live in an apartment with Ricky Rubio and Nikola Pekovic, and we'd have two cats, and that would just like be the reality show.
0: (laughs) Just you guys live in an apartment with some Timberwolves, some NBA
1: players, and their cat and our cats. So, anyway, (laughs) I don't know. I can't remember what that was going to be called. Uh, We we've thought about having a reality show, mm -hmm. but that'd be really boring.
0: All we did was sit on our floral couches. Yeah. It'd probably be called Floral Couch Conversations. It probably would. (laughs) I was sort of in a reality show, if you recall, a snow day that we had in college. We thought it'd be cool to make an episode kind of like The Office, but call it The Dorm. It wasn't very good. Every time I feel like we show it to people that don't know us directly, they do not think it's funny, but we laugh the whole time. (laughs) And I was not a part of it. And I just wish I was so bad. I feel like you have to know everyone that's in the video for it to be funny. Otherwise, it's not. And that is like five people total. But hey, it was fun, right? We should do that again. I agree.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Floral Couch Conversations. We'll be back next week with another exciting episode. Bear with us. These will get better. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, guys.